Hello and welcome to another fun-filled episode of Crappy Network TV with Carla and Charlie. I'm still Charlie. And I'm still Carla. And, you know, we as we discussed last episode, and thanks to those of you who listened, um, you know, we don't... We haven't caught up on last season and what we did watch, we need to rewatch. We haven't done that yet. Um, so we're going to have another non-TV-related episode. I mean, we'll probably discuss some TV because that's what we do. But this episode, we are going to discuss what we did on our COVID vacation. <laughs> and by COVID vacation, it wasn't a vacation, but what we did during this time of year when we really couldn't do as much as we would normally do. When there um, was nothing else to do. Yeah. So, in everybody that I've talked with about what this summer was like and what this COVID was like, uh, the quarantine and the shutting down and everything, everybody seemed to find different hobbies that they didn't normally have. So, um, now you guys did go on a vacation, though. We did go on a short vacation in July. Uh, we spent a few nights in Gatlinburg, so we do go there usually every year. A lot of times it's in the spring, and this time we went in the summer instead, but it was nice. Yeah, and it was nice for me, too, because I got to sit Margot. Yes, Charlie came in, sat for our dog, so that was nice. We took a weekend to the country, too, but that's not really, I mean, it's just moving from one house to another. We didn't go anywhere really while we were there. So, yeah, those were the only times we really left the city. What about you? Did you go outside the city? You didn't, did you? No, I didn't. I did. I, I had planned on going out of town um, the second week of August, but I got a new job. At the Got the job at the hospital, the non-psych hospital job. So I didn't uh, end up going out of town. But, uh, you know... Part of me really still wants to do that sometime soon, but the other part of me is like, I just don't want to deal with the hassle. Yeah, I you mean, know. for us, it wasn't too bad. Of course, it was an area we're very familiar with, and that was right after the mask um, mandate had gone into place here in town, and then also um, they had just put one into place in that county, so you had to wear masks in all the stores, and we didn't really wear them outside, but in stores into the restaurants which is commonplace now it was you know it had been more um, optional up to that point but it was still fun we still had a good time yeah I, 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 on the other podcast on uh, Louisville's Best Podcast John was talking about it some that most people were compliant down there and that mm-hmm. you know it wasn't really that big of a deal um, now I know that I go out and do stuff a lot more than you do. I still go out to dinner. I still go, you know, I, I go to the grocery store three times or four times a week still. I go to the gym. Um, and for the most part, people are compliant. There are, I would say, maybe 30%. That might be high. 15% of people that completely don't follow the mask mandate. And then, unfortunately, there's like, of the remaining uh, 85%, probably 60% of those aren't wearing their mask correctly. Yeah, I would agree with that. Now, I'm seeing, I really am lately seeing most people wearing them. Um, right, I mean. But a lot of people not wearing them right. <laughs> not covering their nose. 
Yeah, it's it's like they're shocked to find out that their nose is attached to their lungs. <laughs> um, but I, I'm also very thankful that I haven't had the opportunity to see those horrible, horrible people that are, uh, you know, yelling at staff or yelling at other people because they are or are not wearing a mask. Yeah, I haven't run into any of that either. Not to get political because we're very non-political on the podcast, but you know, it's just another it's another thing where it's like I believe in personal choice and I also believe in being kind to others. So, I mean, there's plenty of people walking around without masks on. I'm not going to fight them over it. Right. Uh, yeah. Just as, as I don't want anybody to try to fight me over wearing it. I wear it all the time. But, you know, that's just what I want to do. That's yeah. my decision to make, and that's what I do, you know. It's a weird time, and you just kind of kind of give a little grace to people and try to assume that people are doing the best they can. Yeah, it's it's... We've got so much going on in society right now with everything, not just COVID, but everything that's going on, the election, the social unrest. And it's like, I just need people to calm down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there, there are certain times where it's just almost too much to handle. Like, I don't mean completely too much, but it's just yeah. so much is going on. There's so much turmoil in society it's like the things that used to bother me don't really bother me that much and vice versa yeah because we got a whole new set of things to bother us now exactly <laughs> so let's back up a little bit before that though so by july we were kind of not as locked down but in march and april and on into may we were pretty well locked down i mean you and i both still went to work every day so we had some normalcy but besides that i mean you could go to the grocery and that was pretty much it and even that was kind of weird because there for a while there were shortages and all of that stuff so what did you do during that time frame well i mean i still was quote unquote essential so yeah. i still had to go i was still able to go out and do stuff and i still had to go to work now with the gym being closed i had to uh i built a little tiny home gym but it just wasn't cutting it um and you know of course restaurants weren't open per se but i would go out and get take out a lot um just kind of to support local little businesses that i liked you know not everyone per se but and there, there was a business that i didn't want to like buy stuff from them i would buy like a t-shirt or something you know if, if it's not something yeah. i'm gonna eat or you know uh not gonna like tattoo shops and places like that they couldn't have people in i would buy t-shirts just to support oh that's a good idea yeah it was one of those things where it's like i, I i'm not gonna make a big difference about 15 dollars, but at least it's something sure know? yeah well we did go do some pickups of food. We started out, well, we started out with um, Postmates and those kind of things until I figured out about the third time around that that is highway robbery because they charge well, you, like, it's like, oh, you get free delivery. Okay, yeah, you get free delivery, but the restaurant charges you more for the food and Postmates charges you like a 10 or 20% 
fee. So it's like, oh my gosh. So yeah, we quit doing that. I said, well, we're not going and we're not doing anything anyway. So if we're going to get food, we might as well just go pick it up. But then we even got to where we scaled back on that for a while because a lot of, you had to kind of watch because some of the stuff, by the time you got it home, even if it wasn't too far from home, it wasn't very good. It didn't make good takeout. Not everything makes good takeout, I learned during COVID. Yeah. You know what doesn't make good takeout? Mark's Feed Store. Doesn't make good takeout. Just agree. I like Mark's Feed Store takeout, but it got, I think we're probably getting different things. Yeah, probably, but when we got it, we just did that once, and I don't know, maybe it was just an off night, and the food just wasn't that great, but it was like, well, this wasn't worth what we spent on it. <laughs> we could have had a hamburger. <laughs> well, well, and also, Postmates um, and DoorDash, those, those apps actually don't do well for the businesses either. They have to pay, not only are you the, the customer paying, but the... Um, store itself is having to pay to use the service well i kind of thought so too plus then i felt like i needed to give the driver a good size tip you know and then i thought okay this is i think the restaurant's better off and we're better off if we just go pick it up direct ourselves. john did say we did it pick up a couple of times from our local hibachi girl fuji fuji mm -hmm. makes excellent pickup excellent takeout it is real good it's we've had it reheated before and it's good uh you know if we get too much and we bring it we have leftovers when we're there but yeah it's great great carry out so yeah we experimented um, around with a few different carry outs we've never had before and we uh, made some different things here i did some different uh one thing too you know not everything it's not like we were without food in any way shape or form but you couldn't count on just running in the store to pick up the two or three things you needed to finish out a meal. Meal planning was a little different because if you didn't have it, mm -hmm. you maybe couldn't get exactly what you wanted and you would have to fill it out with something else. So I had to plan out meals in a way that I don't typically do. I know you're better at that than I am, but uh, I don't typically do that. So I was planning ahead on meals and uh, making some different things. On Sunday afternoons, I tried to make a bigger meal and uh, something a little different. I tried some new recipes. So did a, did a lot of that in March and April, especially April and May. Well, like you said, it was hard to find stuff. Yeah. I, I tried to stick to a pretty, I, I don't know if clean eating is the way you should call it, but I, I try to stick to a pretty consistent diet of, of low fat, you know, low sugar foods. And you couldn't find, I couldn't find chicken. And the main staples of my diet are chicken breast and eggs or egg whites, actually not whole eggs, egg whites. And you couldn't find either one of those things. Those things were, were near impossible to find. And so I had, you know, and then it got to the point where you could barely find tuna, but tuna is also such a low fat, high protein food that I could sustain on that as well. But it was to the point where it was like, I didn't know what I could eat. You know, I couldn't hardly find anything to eat. Um, and so I was going to things off of my diet, which did make me feel very good, but you know, it's, it's, there, there really wasn't much of an option. And that was kind of the reason I was eating out a lot more is because it was a lot more expensive, but I could get a 
grilled chicken sandwich or right. not sandwich, grilled chicken salad. Yeah. From a restaurant. You were talking about Marks. I ate Marks a couple of times and I'd get their salmon salad, you know. Oh yeah. Because, you know, and that's another thing. Couldn't find salmon. You couldn't find, you know, frozen or even God forbid fresh uh fish either. It was just all everything was gone. Yeah. It was pretty crazy there for a little bit. We had a couple of weeks before things really got weird about a month before john started watching and realizing and i'm a little slower on the uptake with things and about a week before it really things started coming down it just dawned on me i was sitting at work one day and i was reading some news and people were talking and i thought you know, this is not going to be the zombie apocalypse that we always thought it was going to be. Where you had no electricity and you had no water and you had no, you know, you didn't have, you maybe weren't in your home or you, things like that. Where you, I thought, this is going to be a thing where we're in our home and we have our creature comforts. But maybe we can't go to a restaurant or maybe grocery is not what we're used to. And so my mind started to change on, okay, what do I need to have in my home if we're stuck inside for two weeks and can't go anywhere? Which didn't end up being exactly the case, but it helped me to think through. And, uh, you know, there was the great toilet paper shortage. I guess you survived that okay. Yeah, luckily that was fine. (laughs) Well, that is one thing that about two years ago I got tired of constantly being out of toilet paper and I started and I I discovered Amazon Prime subscription and so I have had stock of toilet paper for a couple of years now so we were okay now we we didn't always get our subscription delivery on time or it got skipped a couple of times but um we had enough to sustain us that we weren't in any kind of a panic but a lot of people were we're in a toilet paper panic, but no, we were not. But back to what I was saying before was a couple of weeks before we had stocked up on some groceries. And then just as things were starting to get pretty hairy, we went to GFS and got some things. And so we had plenty of stuff in the house. And then um, there for a while, I've done Kroger Clickless Pickup or Kroger Pickup, they call it now, ever since it's existed, you know, fairly regularly, but supplemented with in-store shopping and I've pretty much stopped going inside the grocery. I was in there the other day for something and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't tell you the last time I've been inside the store. Um, but I, I got into a pattern because at first you couldn't even get a, you couldn't even get a spot. So I got into a pattern where like on a Tuesday I would set up my pickup for the weekend and then I would, um, you can add to it up until midnight the night you're supposed to pick it up. So I would work on it all week and then I would go. So uh, I've made friends with the Kroger pickup people and I'm there every Sunday morning. And it's been, um, that's been one of my things is my Kroger pickup. See, I tried to do it a couple of times. And every time I tried to, it was like, you can, uh, what was the thing? It was like, you can pick up your food four days from now. I'm like, I, need it now well and that that is better now it's back to pretty normal um because before all of this i could put in an order on 
Sunday morning and pick it up Sunday afternoon. You know, just about any day you could do that. Uh, up to a certain point in the day. And then I think about 3 o'clock it cuts off and you've got to do the next day. But um, it's pretty well back to normal now. But there for a while it was. And then for a few weeks, probably about a month, I was doing a pickup. And then I would go in the store and see what they actually had on the shelves and to supplement, you know, maybe they hadn't had it when I was doing my pickup or if there were substitutions or things that they didn't have, then I'd go in and see, okay, what else is there now that I got to fill in? So I did some of that too. It was definitely odd. Yeah. So many things were just, it was, that was the thing that, uh, a lot of the patients said, and then not even psych patients, just everybody said that was the thing that was the most bothersome. Yeah. Wasn't necessarily the fear of death. I mean, we all kind of had the fear of catching it and still do to a certain extent. But less than that, it was the, the sadness came from a lack of normalcy. Yeah. Well, you and know. we've been so blessed as in America that for the most part, if you wanted something to eat, you could just go somewhere and find it. A restaurant, a grocery store, you know, very rarely were they out or, or not. You couldn't find something close. So to be in a situation where you couldn't necessarily get whatever you wanted was really weird. Yeah, it was. You, you, when you walked in the grocery, you didn't know what was available. And yeah. It kind of reminded me of all the stories you heard of communist Russia. Yeah, or, you know, yeah. that you couldn't find anything, you know, nothing was there. I was like, well, what am I going to eat today? Well, it looks like soup, you know. Right, right. Well, I kept talking about our ration coupons. I was like, well, I got to take my ration coupons and go to the grocery. Yeah. <laughs> Which was obviously a, a dramatization, but, that's, you know, it was definitely weird. So, did you pick up any new hobbies or do anything different to in your off time during the COVID? I thought I, thought I was going to do all kinds of stuff. And I, the only really different thing that I did to, to maximum or to spend time is of course you couldn't really go out and do stuff with people. You know, that's right. a lot of my, a lot of my pastime is going to hang out with friends, but um, I looks at watch a lot more movies than I did episodic television. Yeah. You know, almost, almost like I, I knew that I would have more than just an hour to watch something, you know, and I binge watch most of my stuff anyway, but I could sit down and occupy a whole two hours. Right. With right. a film as opposed to just a TV show. Um, you know, caught up in a lot of older stuff. Um, that's when I subscribed to shutter and watched a lot of horror movies, which I discussed last week, or last week on the podcast, but, I think that's the thing is just my, my pastimes changed. And I thought I was going to do some crafting and stuff like that. And I didn't do anything. Uh, you know, so it, it was just more along the lines. I spent a lot of money, but it, I mean, I had it. I couldn't spend it on restaurants or going out and then got the stimulus check and I got my taxes. And I was like, well, I can just buy stuff. Yeah. You know, it wasn't a good idea, but, you know, it is what it is. What about you? Did you all do anything different? I mean, not really. I mean, a lot of people did a lot of 
you know, cleaning on their houses and organizing. We did not do that. Of course, I worked every single day. I did, And even out of the ordinary for me, I have worked in the same place for a long time and I have a lot of vacation. So I typically take at least one day a month off or, you know, a couple days, maybe one month I won't take any and then I'll take two, three days the next month. So I worked from February all the way into May without taking a day off, which is a long time for me. Yeah. Um, actually, into June. May, we got a holiday, but um, into June without taking a single day off. I did work from home a, a handful of days. Um, I did have that as an option, but the people that work in my group did not have that option. So it was hard for me to manage the group and not be there physically. So I took a few days but most of the time I was in the office, which, you know, the staff was low, so it wasn't a big deal. But, um, so we didn't, you know, we didn't get into any big home projects. So we did a few little things, but nothing major. Um, during the spring, well, and we've talked about this too. We got up, we got, had, we had gotten a dog in December. And, um, we'd gotten a dog in December. And then, um, so we spent a lot of time outside with her in the spring. And uh, just hanging out outside, sitting in our chairs, chilling, listening to music. Susie would come out there with us and bring the speaker. And we just sat out and said, oh, we got a fire pit. I bought John a fire Well, I bought John a fire. I told him I wanted to buy him a fire pit for his birthday. But then it took us a while to find one. Um, because outdoor equipment and stuff was, short was on shortage, too. Because everybody yeah. was buying stuff. Because everybody was at home. But, um, so we did things like that. But... I didn't really, you know, I read some, but nothing really too different for me. But, you know, just just did a lot of, of sitting at home and wondering what was going to happen. But no, I didn't, you know, didn't get into any crafting or anything. Yeah, I think we're two of the few people in the, in the entire country that didn't start baking bread. I was going to say I did not bake bread. I did have the idea a few times, but I never, I never got there. Did not yeah, same here. I thought about doing some interesting uh, baking, but that, that didn't happen. Yep, same with me. Um, is there anything that you did during quote-unquote normal times that during this COVID you're like, I'm glad I don't have to do that anymore? I can't think of anything right off the top of my head. What about you? Not that I don't have to do something anymore, but I like I like the social distancing. I like the fact that if someone is standing in the middle of the aisle at Kroger, I can stand there and stare at them instead of having to try to pass by them awkwardly. Um, I, I like masks because that way people have less of a uh, of a desire to speak to me. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, I I wouldn't call myself like agoraphobic, but in terms of the imagination, but I mean, I'm out in public a lot, but it don't mean I like it. And I hate when I go to a store and somebody I don't know tries to strike up a conversation with me. I'm polite. Yeah, me too. I hate it's, that. It's like, I don't, if I wanted to talk to you, I would have camped to talk to you. I don't, I don't know why we need to have a discussion about the grapes. I don't, <laughs> I'm not a grape expert. I don't even have grapes in my bag. I just want to go around you. 
and stop talking now. But, you know, now you don't have to. You can just walk up, you know. You can keep that six feet of distance and nobody thinks anything of it. Or if they do, they don't say anything. Well, I really like that in line, you know, if you're standing in line now, somebody is not right up against you pushing you with their cart. I like that. I like that part of the distancing. There are things that I think will never go away, and some of them I don't mind, like the distancing in lines and, and the plexiglass right. between you and the cashier. Those things are mm -hmm. not bad. They're not I mean, bad. I, I was having a discussion with somebody. I can see, even if the mask mandate's over, I'll be wearing a mask for a while, like years. Well, and another thing that... You know, we've been out to restaurants. We've we've gone to restaurants quite a bit since things have opened back up. And one thing that I like that they're doing in a lot of places now that I hope stays forever that should have come a long time ago is you put your name in and they take your phone number and they text you. Which means you yeah. can go back out to your car, which it's been hot, but we just turned the air on. You can go back out to your car and sit in your car until they call you. Well, that's more comfortable than sitting in a crowd of people. On the crowded benches and the little waiting rooms in a restaurant. I like that, and I hope that stays around. Me too. And online wait lists, there's some of that, and I like that. So, those are a couple of things that I hope stay. Yeah, there's this is the social distancing. I don't, I, I don't like it with people that I'm comfortable with, yes. but I like it with people that I don't know. I, I would agree with that, yeah. I don't like having to be away from my friends and things like that that we went a long time without seeing, but I don't mind it, it you know, out in public out in public places. Yeah, those people that I don't know can stay all the way away from me. <laughs> yeah, more, more than much more than six feet. Yes. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to th see how things play out this fall as, you know, we start to try to get back to normal, but We'll see. Yeah. Um, what is the thing that you miss most from COVID? And I don't mean like deep personal thing, but I mean like the quote unquote normalcy. Well, right now the, I miss that our fall shows are not coming back on time. That's a big one. Um, I mean, that's the best part of summer ending is, okay, well, summer's ending and that is sad. But here comes our fall shows. No, we don't get that. Although I did see, and I didn't get a firm date, but I think This Is Us is coming back in November. Yes, you were mentioning that, and uh, yeah. that's interesting. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. I'm waiting for a show that social distances, though. That's what I'm waiting for, like a Zoom show. I'm surprised yeah. we don't have that. Well, there's one on, it's called Love in the Time of Corona or something like that. I can't remember which channel it's on, but it's I haven't Hulu. watched it. Is it Hulu? It's a Hulu show? Yeah. I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it either, but I've heard that somebody said something about it. But that's that's the only thing that I've seen. But yeah, I'm surprised too that nobody's done that or tried that. Uh, and we started talking about this just a little bit last week, and then I think we got off on something else. I hope that not every show comes back in the universe where there is Corona. I hope some of them stay in their normal universe. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they will, but I hope they do. Same here. 
I, I mean, don't need to have it thrown in my face that we're going through this. Right. And I, I'm afraid that's what it's going to be like. So I have a feeling that some of the shows are not going to handle it well. And we will be cutting them from our roster. Yes. Or watching them strictly to make fun of them. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yep. Do you, now, you went to you guys went to the movies a lot more than I did. Not a ton, but well, we had gotten to where we went quite a bit because we were going to see all of the Marvel movies as they came out. So that was at least two a year, sometimes three, two to three a year. And then when there was Star Wars, we were seeing that. So we were going average about four times a year, probably for the most part. So, I miss going to the movies a little bit. John, however, says he could never go back to the movies and be perfectly happy. And Susie has, has been scared of movie theaters for a long time. So, she's fine with never going back to a movie again. I like the fact that one of our local theaters is doing it where you can rent it out. Yeah. I, I still don't know how much it is. It's like $100 for a, a classic film, like 150 for a new, like a first run. Are you kidding? And it's up to 20 people. So you could, you and a group of friends can rent it out. That's amazing. Well, I mean, $100. For like five bucks a person. Well, you, four people, 25 <laughs> yeah. bucks a person. To, to be in a movie theater with just you and your friends. I mean, that's amazing. That's pretty cool. And I mean, also, I don't think that they would be too concerned about you bringing food in either. That's so true. you would have like a picnic, watch a movie. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. So you are you missing going to the movies? No, not at all. But I would like, if, if that was always an option, I would go for it. Yeah. True. I'd get five or six, four or five, six friends together and say, hey, let's rent the theater and watch this movie. Hey, have you heard any? I haven't read any about how Mulan did on its quote-unquote opening weekend last weekend. If they made any money or... I haven't heard anything about it. I haven't either. I'm interested to see because I think that was really a, putting that out there as a test to see what that would do. I mean, I know other services have done it, but that seemed that was the first time Disney had done something to that effect. And and that was a higher price point, so be interesting. Yeah, I, I don't really like it too much. I liked when Prime did it, but also Prime is almost less at this point. It's less of a media service and more of a subscription delivery service. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean what what you pay for Prime each year is if you buy anything on Amazon or consistently buy stuff on Amazon, mm -hmm. then you pay, it pays for itself. Yep. You know, you are, you are, it's, it's worth it just for that. And I mean, I know a lot of people don't buy stuff, but on prime, but there are certain things that are just cheaper on there. Same exact product, but it's cheaper and of things you can't find in the stores. Either, you know? Um, so, it's worth it for that. So I was okay with Prime doing the, you know, watch it here first thing. Uh, I never did it because it was too expensive for me alone. However, it was 
I like that idea. With, with Disney Plus, it seems kind of cheap. You know, it's like, we're going to do this subscription service. Oh, crap. Now we've got to find a way to get more money out of you. Well, that's not what you promised in the first place. Right, right. And if it works for them, then unfortunately it'll probably be a thing for everybody. Well, something that surprised me was then before they released it, they went ahead and released the date that it would be on just regular Disney Plus, which is December. Well, I can wait until December to watch Mulan. Yeah. You know, and to me, that wasn't really the movie to do it with because I don't know how much there were so many people that couldn't wait a couple more months to see it. So, I don't know. I'll have to research and see. You know, I haven't heard much about it one way or another. I heard some people say that they took advantage of it and they went ahead and bought the movie, but, um, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I, I, yeah, I said I hope it doesn't become the, the status quo for subscription services. Yeah. I'm afraid that what's going to happen if they do that is it's going to make people go back to cable. Yeah, might. I mean, if... I'm going to pay extra money than I might as well. I mean, that's the thing, too. I think the one one thing that are a couple of different places that won't do it. I don't think the, the premium services like premium cable, like you got the the HBO Go and I think there's a Showtime one where you can get it like separately in and of itself. Mm-hmm. I don't think they will do it because they have different revenue streams other than just online streaming streaming subscriptions. Right. But we'll see. I mean, I don't know. Yep, whole thing's up in the air. Definitely going to change the inter- the entertainment landscape from what we've always known. Well, I, what I would like for it to do, because what we as a society have had to do is find ways to um, survive with different resources. You know, we've had to scrimp and cut back and find different ways to do things and like we're talking about we had to go find alternative ways to eat because we couldn't find what we would normally do, get or go right. where we normally go and i would hope that media companies would say okay we need to cut back on certain things that we don't need so we can survive but that may not be the case but we'll see yep yes we will well, I think that pretty wrap, pretty well wraps it up for me. You got anything else you wanted to... I was going to say the same thing. I think I'm good. If you don't have anything else, then I guess we will go ahead and wrap it up. Um, we will make plans this week to at least get something watched so we can talk TV next week. Yep. Uh, if you have any suggestions, you can always hit us up on the face on, on the Facebooks. On the Facebook. <laughs> Or on the Anchor app, send us a voice message on there. We still haven't got one. We'd love to have one from somebody. Um, and, you know, you can find us wherever you find your podcast, where you're listening now. If you want to try a different service, I know that's another thing people have been doing is doing more podcasts. If you happen to listen to us on, uh, let's say, Spotify, and you want to find more podcasts, go to Anchor. There's lots of great stuff on there. Um, just You can find us wherever you find your podcast. Uh, like, subscribe, review, send a message, tell your friends, tell your enemies, uh, tell that person that gets way too close to you at the grocery store. And uh, we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. And, I, of course, as always, I'm still Charlie. And I'm still Carla. 
Have a great week. Mm -hmm.